Hey there, welcome to Your Living Health. This is the podcast where we talk about real life strategies to reduce your chronic inflammation. Each episode, we're going to uncover tools for how you can lose weight and achieve optimal health. I'm your host, Carly Lucchese. I'm a UC Davis trained registered dietitian, and I'm also a life coach. So together, let's coach through the science of inflammation, but in a way that's simple, purposeful, and fun. You ready? Let's go. Hey there, welcome back. Guys, I just have to tell you, right now, as I record this, I'm listening to, there's thunder rolling in the background, there's crickets chirping, my husband, he's tinkering on projects, my kids, they're laughing and jumping on the trampoline, and I just can't help but notice how sweet life can be sometimes, but I find it especially sweet when I'm quiet enough to hear it all, and when I'm doing the podcast... Apparently, that's the time. So today is part three of our series, and it's the final step so that you are going to have those basic foundational steps in order to change your own behaviors. So as a quick refresher, I want to go over the first two steps for those of you that might be listening to this podcast out of order. For this process, I like to use the analogy of a dirty house to help you to better understand the condition of your mind, which has probably never been intentionally organized. So step one, it is having the courage to go through your house to pull out all the clutter that's shoved and buried and stored in each and every closet and drawer and cabinet. There's a lot of crap in there, guys. We all know we have cluttery houses. So there's going to be things in there that you've completely forgotten about. There's going to be things in there that maybe you like intentionally have been ignoring. So step one is just simply finding out exactly what is in there. This step, it's very revealing and it can be met with a lot of guilt and shame for even thinking some of the thoughts that are in there for even like having some of the those stored thoughts in there but I challenge you to meet this step with curiosity and a a space of grace for yourself because the open and curious energy that you intentionally create here will allow even more work of pulling out that clutter to continue if you Um, begin to meet this step with shame or guilt or any of those emotions, it's going to be like an iron door just blocking this process. So really open yourself up to this process, open yourself up to the clutter so that more and more of it can be revealed to you. So this step is called the brain dump. So step two involves inspecting everything that you've just uncovered. Like what the heck has been hiding in that brain of yours? You probably have no idea at this point. So like what thoughts have you been blindly believing for years? And how have these thoughts been creating your emotions and your actions behind your own back? So step two, it involves looking intentionally at each of the thoughts that come out of your brain and methodically asking questions about them. So if you want to know what kind of questions to ask, I encourage you tune into the last episode. We go over those questions in depth. So many of those thoughts 
that you uncover, they're going to be easy to work through because they're just such obvious, blatant errors and lies. And I don't know if you know this or not, but like you're probably going to be blown away at the amount of lies and errors that you're believing every single day just simply because you haven't done the work of inspecting your thoughts. Because guys, the human brain, and I'm not talking just like your human brain. I'm talking like all human brains, right? Mine, yours, your kids, your friends. It really doesn't matter. The human brain is crazy. It is a crazy space. So I want you to just know that that's totally normal. You're probably going to have a ton of lies in there that you were just believing because you didn't know any better. And that's totally fine. So questioning your thoughts, it again is going to require a space of curiosity and grace with yourself. So this process, it can be very scary and it can be very revealing into parts of yourself that maybe you've intentionally avoided for years because your brain, it's probably not very nice to you at this point in your life, at this point in your journey. And you're kind of over here inviting it to tell you everything that it thinks about you. But what can happen in this step is the opportunity to understand and to regain the agency and authority over your human experience. This is step two. Step two is no small task. And it's also no small victory. Step two can change everything for you. But now here we are and it's time to go on to step three. So friends, if you are multitasking or if you're not paying attention, now is the time. Tune back in because this is the step that's going to open up all of your doors of opportunity. This step, it will allow you to change your behavior in a sustainable way. And it's going to allow you to um, have the opportunity to build a relationship of love and support with yourself like you have never experienced before. So step three is where you are intentionally beginning to believe new things about yourself, about what you're capable of, and about the circumstances that you're faced with every single day. But this is a skill that it will not be mastered quickly. And just like crunches at the gym, it will probably feel like you're just not doing enough, right? That it's not happening fast enough. But this process, most importantly, it cannot be rushed because if you do, you're going to miss a majority of the value that's gained in the process. But don't think for a second that believing new things is like affirmations either. You know, where affirmations is kind of like where you lie to yourself hoping that one day you're going to believe something different, right? That if you think you're fat and gross, then you're going to be able to tell yourself you're skinny and beautiful. You're not going to be able to believe this, right? You're not going to be able to look in the mirror and be like, wow, Brooke, you are skinny and beautiful today and believe it if you just say it a thousand times. Your brain doesn't work like that. It's going to call you out on your lie each and every time and just quite frankly, it's just going to make you feel like crap, right? So believing new things about yourself and about certain circumstances, it takes time because you need to slowly work your way to a new belief one small step at a time. 
But you should know that there is a separate process for changing big belief systems compared to kind of more of this like redirection of little thought errors. So changing big belief systems, it's this slow and steady process that will take intentional steps that take you closer and closer to that big goal, to that new big change of a belief system. But alternatively, there are many other times when the thoughts that you want to think really aren't that far away. It's not this like total 180 degree change. It's more just like, you know, a 10 degree change or something. Maybe the thought that you currently believe, it just needs a little redirection, a little nudge. And I want to show you what I mean by this in a few different examples. So I want to start with how you can take a thought that isn't serving you and begin to just gently nudge it to redirect it so that you're thinking thoughts that keep your emotions and your actions in alignment with your goals. So let's say you did a brain dump. Okay, and this brain dump was about you wanting to lose 20 pounds. So that's your circumstance, 20 pound weight loss. And from this brain dump, you uncovered thoughts that maybe sounded like, here we go again. This is never going to stick. This is going to suck. You'll never be able to get there. You're just going to quit after a month. What am I supposed to do about get togethers? You're going to be the loser on a diet again. Awesome. You can't have any more cookies. How are you going to be able to say no? You can't do this every time you just gain more weight. Maybe this time will be different. This freaking sucks. Why can't I be like Amy who never has to lose weight? All right. So we'll just kind of like stop the brain dump there. But you kind of get the picture, right? And and many of you, these are going to be similar thoughts that would be on your brain dump. Uh, but I think you get the picture. So of course then step two is where we are going to begin inspecting these thoughts. Maybe you're going to choose to start with the thought, you'll never be able to get there, you'll quit after a month. And from that space of curiosity and grace, I want you to notice when you think this thought, what emotion are you feeling, right? And for me, the emotion that I feel is discouragement or hopelessness, right? You'll never be able to get there. You'll just quit after a month. So what do you think your actions are going to be if you're operating from the energy of discouraged and hopeless, right? Probably not the actions that you want to be taking, especially if you're trying to do something that you've never been able to succeed at before. So the thought... You'll never be able to get there. You'll quit after a month. It's not super useful. Would you agree? And it actually might be keeping you from the results that you want. But knowing yourself, you can't just jump to the thought, I know I can do this because that thought really doesn't fit, right? You could probably go back and find all the evidence for how you know that you can't do this, right? For how many times you failed in the past for confirming that you'll quit after a month. Your brain is more on the belief that you're going to quit than it is that you know you can do this. So if you're trying to just jump to the thought, I know I can do this, it's probably going to sound like you're trying to find a silver lining to a shitty situation. And that's not going to work. 
So what can you believe instead that won't create hopelessness, but will also not just be you lying to yourself? So let's just try on some different thoughts, right? And what if this new bridge thought maybe sounded something like, I might not be able to get there, but let's just see what happens. Do you notice that energy shift that happens? Feel the difference between these thoughts. You'll never be able to get there. You'll quit after a month. Versus the thought, I might not be able to get there, but let's just see what happens. One thought leaves you feeling hopeless, discouraged. And the other thought leaves you feeling, it's not falsely optimistic, but it's just a tad more optimistic about your capabilities. Maybe it creates in you the feeling of being grounded or determined. And what do you think your actions will be from the energy of being grounded or determined versus discouraged and hopeless, right? Total night and day energy shift. One thought is going to drive you towards your goals and the other thought will drive you in the complete opposite direction. So what thought would you choose to think on purpose if you had a choice? So next, let's begin to inspect another thought, right? And I want to choose a big one, right? Choose a big belief system thought that unfortunately might be there more than you would like, right? This thought might kind of be a backbone to a lot of other thoughts and a lot of other kind of like deeply rooted belief systems, And this thought, it alludes to a much bigger and intact belief system that you have that might, it just is going to take some time to change, right? And maybe this thought sounds something like, I hate my body. I think the best analogy for changing a thought or a belief system like this is like you're climbing a ladder, So if your goal is to get on top of maybe a platform that's 20 feet up above you, you know, of course, that it's impossible to just like jump up on top of that platform, right? Nobody can jump up to a 20 foot platform. And as much as you'd be love to be able to just like put on a jetpack and quicken that journey, it's probably not yet a believable option, right? Jumping to the thought, I love my body, probably not super realistic. So in order to believe new things about yourself or about certain circumstances, you have to slowly and intentionally begin believing new things. And this, it's going to start first with inspecting this thought, this belief that you have in place that you hate your body. Start this journey always by getting curious, not by shaming yourself for thinking thoughts like this. For starters, when you inspect this thought, just notice, just simply watch this thought, observe it and notice that it's totally not 100% true. Because without your body, you wouldn't be able to move throughout the world. You wouldn't be able to hug your family. You wouldn't be able to work to provide for yourself, to provide for your family. You know you don't hate your body 100% of the time. But so often this thought feels 100% true. You don't like the way you look. 
You know you could be better. You know this current body isn't what you want. So you know you don't believe this thought 100%, but you also don't not believe this thought 100%. So let's begin to step up this ladder, right? One rung at a time in the direction of beginning to love your body. So this thought, this new rung, right? This one little step up might sound something like, Instead of, I hate my body, it might sound like, I have a body. Or, this is a human body. Or even, right now, this is my human body. And obviously, this thought, it's not where you want to end up, right? But I have a body feels so much softer than I hate my body. And maybe for some of you, these thoughts, they just might not fit, right? Like maybe some of these thoughts that I just tried on, they might still create negative emotion when I think them. So maybe that's just too quick of a jump up this ladder and you might need to lessen the step, lessen the rung to a thought like, it's possible I don't hate my body 100%, right? A thought like that. I want you to just try on a ton of these different thoughts and only keep the thoughts that you believe and that provide you with that emotional pressure release that you need. Once you know what thought fits, then the work is going to begin. So every time your brain offers up the thought, I hate my body, which it will, it's going to offer this up to you all the freaking time, right? Just because you decide that you want to think something new doesn't mean that your primal brain's not going to offer up this belief system that you've believed for years, right? So every time your brain offers up the thought, I hate my body, you get to answer your brain with your intentional thought. No brain. Today, it's possible that I don't hate my body 100%. When you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror, when you look down and see your legs or your stomach, when you see a picture of yourself, one thought at a time, you're going to begin to redirect your brain away from the current belief system and into different thought patterns that will finally take you where you want to go. But here's the secret, and it's something that I've only stumbled across within the past few years. Actually, like, there's not just one secret, there's two secrets, okay? So the first secret is that you have to be patient and you have to be present with what is before you try to change things. Don't be in a rush to feel better, guys. Learn. This is the skill of processing emotions, right? So that you can gain confidence, that you can feel any emotion that might pop up. If you're in a rush to escape discomfort, chances are you aren't comfortable being uncomfortable. And that is, unfortunately, part of the human experience. We must get comfortable feeling discomfort, feeling maybe an emotion that doesn't quite feel good, like boredom or overwhelm or doubt or frustration. There is nothing wrong with feeling these feelings. It's just one of the thousand emotions that you can feel as a human that's just a chemical cascade that happens when you believe a thought that maybe pops up in your brain. 
So once you learn to process emotions all the way through, that is the point that you can finally begin to intentionally create the emotions that you want to feel on purpose. If you're in a rush to escape boredom, if you're in a rush to escape doubt, chances are you're rushing this journey and you're not getting out of it what I need you to get out of it. You need to gain that confidence that you can do hard things, that you can process any emotion without that emotion hurting you. There's nothing wrong with guilt. There's nothing wrong with shame. There's nothing wrong with regret or embarrassment, disgust, frustration. These are just chemical cascades that are created by your brain when you believe a sentence. They are not problems to be solved. They are just chemicals that you've got to give your body a second to break them down and excrete them. Don't be in a rush to get out of this space. Then the next secret is when you are in that phase where you get to start choosing which sentences you want to think, this is the time when you get to start talking back to your brain. This is huge, guys. When you begin to hear your brain think up thoughts, to understand that those thoughts might not be you, (laughs) right? This just might be your crazy town primal brain offering up a thought. You don't have to believe it. It's just a thought. And that's when secret two is the opportunity and the ability that you have to talk back to your brain. Not in defiance, not to prove yourself right, not to shame yourself or yell at yourself, but just as an opportunity to lovingly talk to your brain like it's a naive toddler. No brain, I know you think we're gross, but today it's possible that we don't hate our body 100% today right? I want you to grab your toddler brain's little toddler hand and I want you to slowly and lovingly guide it towards the way that you want to talk to yourself. Acknowledge what it thinks is true, right? Because your primal brain has a lot of thoughts in there that it thinks are 100% true. But then I want you to just insert gently what you want to think instead. Don't argue with your brain. Don't scold your brain. Love on your brain as the part of you that just needs a little bit more hand-holding. You've got this. This is the work, and this is the work that will be the thing that changes everything for you. So in summary, whether it's a quick little redirection, a little nudge in the, the beneficial direction, or it's a massive shift in your current beliefs, believing new things, it's going to require awareness of what your brain is currently thinking on default. It's going to require the persistence to have thoughts on standby to nudge yourself towards. And then all these thoughts, they're just 100% optional, right? Even the ones that feel true, even the ones that are frequently used to define your reality. Your thoughts, they're just sentences in your brain. And those sentences... They're yours for the taking. You are not your thoughts and you are not victim to the thought errors that your primal brain offers up to you every single day. Today, I challenge you, do a brain dump. Have the courage to question those things and then with patience, have the tenacity to begin to think intentionally. 
If this is resonating with you, if you are gaining a lot from this, I encourage you to leave me a note in the comments, shoot me a DM on social media. I want to hear how this process is beginning to change things for you. If you are really struggling in this area and it's really kind of hard to begin to take this ownership, this authority over your brain, please head over to yourlivinghealth.com, book your free consult, and let's just chat about where you're stuck. Let's chat about maybe where that primal brain of yours has you in a chokehold. And let's figure out how to maneuver yourself out of that situation. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope you've enjoyed this series. Do this work. Don't ignore it. And I'll talk to you next week. All right, bye. Hey, change is hard and doing it without professional guidance can make it seem impossible. If you're willing to do the work, I can make your path to longevity straight and strategic. Take the first step, head on over to yourlivinghealth.com and book your free consult so we can chat about your unique situation. And please take a second or two and leave me a review. Thank you for your interest in reducing your chronic inflammation and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.